it's another week another episode this time around we have an unusual package for you we have isaac in lagos here and they want to tell us about their global money week about our financial literacy and all those personal saving and everything but then before i delve into the whole um, package i would like them to introduce themselves first this is your free guy to the bi and um, I have two people from ISEC here, yeah, ISEC in Lagos. Uh, all right. Um, my name is Oluwoli Fadipe. Um, I'm a member of uh, ISEC in Lagos, um, which is uh, the largest youth-run organization in the world. ISEC is the largest youth-run organization in the world. So um, I'm a student of the University of Lagos, economics to be precise, and... Yeah, I just, I just want to talk about GMW, that's Global Money Week. Okay, hi guys, my name is Bevy Asibo, a student of University of Lagos. I'm also study, studying economics and I'm currently in my 300 level. I'm a member of ISEC in Lagos and yeah, we're here to talk about Global Money Week. Basically, financial literacy and it's going to be an informative session. I look forward to that. So since we have economics in the house, then I, I'm hoping I'll, I'll get a lot to learn today. But then before we dive into the whole matter, um, can I can you just tell me the full meaning of ISEC? Uh, the number one is I like there are many times I try to like Google it, so it seems like a French name. Uh, right? Okay, so when ISEC was initially founded in 1940, I think it was seven or eight, 1948. Yes, so. Um, each of the letters there was it was sort of like an abbreviation at the very beginning, one very French abbreviation like that. But um, over time, it has evolved. I think then it was um, it was mainly for students in the social sciences at the time when it passed a couple of years. It has evolved to encompass students from every discipline that you can imagine, really. So it's not just social science students, it's students from all over, really. So uh, what ISEC is, I think you asked what ISEC is, yeah? The full meaning. It does not have a full meaning. Yeah, it doesn't. It's a French word, so even if we know the full meaning, we can't exactly pronounce it. I have difficulty pronouncing it too, that's why I asked that, but maybe you guys can pause out. But that's the so pronunciation. I think no is the pronunciation. Uh, uh, it was exactly. Okay. Now, that's the name of the organization, yeah. I think. Okay, uh, um, that's fine. You heard it, right? So, before it was more formally an abbreviation, but now just take the whole word as it is. So, that's, that's fine. Uh, what a nice time and a lovely time to have Global Money Week at this time of um, cashless policy in Nigeria, uh, you know, scarcity of cash and all of that. So, I think it's actually a nice time to learn about money. So, what's Global Money Week all about? Global Money Week. I think the first time I heard it was Kofo linking me up to this and like Global Money Week. Well, I think it's going to be interesting then. I look forward to the session. So, so um, Global Money Week is basically to provide children and youth. We don't only focus on university students. We also go to schools, secondary schools, primary schools, and we basically teach them enlighten them, give them further information they need to know about when they start collecting money in the long run. Um, just basically um, tell, teaching them how to be resilient when it comes to their finances. Um, it also involves like teaching soft skills for financial literacy. 
everything that has to do with money, savings, investments, everything that has to do with money, just enabling them know, not just and enabling you know the making the right decisions when it comes to your money because you get money today and telling you that oh 50% should go to this 30% should go to this and all of that it just enables you to be very resilient enables you to be you know very good with your finances because money is actually very important although most people say they don't like money too much but money is actually very 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 important but yeah as for that is there anyone that actually don't like money <laughs> so it's, it's all well so um this is a fir- i heard that um this is the first time you've been in a long time the last time you did it was before covid so is there anything that would be different or what was the last time exactly you did it yeah so we had it last year but before last year um the we had sort of like a break because of covid and all the complications that came around with it so we had a break in 2020 2021 but we resumed last year 2022 we visited a couple of schools some secondary some primary we also made a couple of visitations to some companies also so yeah can you tell us the list of events that you'll be having the list of events that we've been having that you'll be having on that global okay so um we visit financial institutions. We also visit um, schools, primary and secondary school inclusively. Um, like I know a particular school we visited during last this week that just passed was Wesley Girls College or High School. I'm not certain about the name, but we visited that school. We also visit media houses, like what we're doing now, to enlighten enlighten people. And we have to close up the events we usually have financial literacy seminar we had that today it was an online it was a virtual seminar it lasted for about one hour 30 minutes and we had guest speakers come to enlighten us and teach people about money i know yeah we just had a couple of um respected people from within the financial services industry um, we had, I think, two speakers also from Fondo just this morning. Um, I think there was a visitation planned to the Nigerian Exchange. I don't know if that later work took place, but yeah. But basically, people within the financial sector, because they would be, um, there are people in the best position to provide the sort of enlightenment that we need, that we're trying to push through. So yeah, those are the kind of speakers that we that we look out for. We also had, um, like, I mean, we had, obviously, prominent people in the society, and we also came down to people, like, within the university level that are good in what they do. Um, one of our speakers today was Timile Awe, and he's a financial, final year student, rather, of the of economics in the University of Lagos. He has passion for finance, organizational development, and also anything finance, basically. He's very passionate about that and has experience relating to that so and he was also a member of isec just putting it out there so isec is a good organization so is there any way like on your own personal notes that global money week has impacted on your personal personal financial literacy or spending savings or whatsoever or maybe isec in general if you would love to share okay I'm not very prudent with my spending. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm very if I if I want something, I buy it. <laughs> like I go for it if I want it. But um, during the course of Global Money Week, um, there was a 
conversation I had with someone and it was to talking about save um, getting money that when I get money 50% should go to this 30% should go to this 20% should go to this how to divide my finances basically I don't just want to because I don't like the I mean it might be what it is but I don't think it's healthy for me to spend all my money I should also think futuristic and be very prudent with my spending and also note that okay if this money goes to this and I have make investments and all of that it's going to be healthy for my for me basically uh for me i've i think from the very beginning or for a, a very long time i've always been very conservative about money um uh even before i said i know that i always try to prioritize saving but i mean this is nigeria you know things come at you so fast and before you know what's happening like the 50k or the 100k you had in your account yesterday like 1000 or 2k that is remaining she gets but i mean um even then I, i've still learned a couple of things i mean um particularly the aspect of being more intentional about budgeting um there's this formula that i learned that i'm trying to follow the 50 percent for needs whenever you call it money that is um you budget 50 percent for your needs 30 percent for your wants and then you try to save about 20 percent of it so i mean that's something that would be useful for every single person irrespective of Respective of um, your income flows or whatever, so yeah, I, w- I would say that I've still learned a couple of things. Oh, that's great. So away from um, Global Money Week, let's talk about financial literacy itself. You know, uh, and it's fine, and and I think I'm glad that you guys are economic students. I and I feel like we could dev more. So uh, talking about financial literacy now, we we understand the lavish spending of the youths nowadays and when we talk about financial literacy people think you needed maybe some in-depth knowledge of finances and all of that so can you just like you know in a very um kind of in a very brief way tell us what financial literacy encompassing and how youths can take a step towards that okay so for me i would look at financial literacy as just sort of having the right education when it comes to managing your finances so education in the sense that um i mentioned the whole budgeting formula now for instance it would surprise you to know that some people don't even reason that way some people have probably never even heard that something like that exists you know um in addition to that i mean um there are instances where investments are possible like and you don't even have to be like a seasoned investor or something it could just be something as basic as you see some of these funds on carry wise or piggy vest or something you could put money in it and in the next couple of months or so you could get a return on it so i mean when we talk about these things they don't have to be necessarily very complex things it could be very simple it's just you have to be willing to learn and open your ears to you know receive i guess okay for me i think financial literacy has to do with possessing skills relating to managing your finances the money you have um i is of the i'm of the opinion that you need to because i mean there are some people that don't exactly cut their coats according to their sizes especially in the world we live in right now especially exactly exactly (laughs) pose for the gram you know and all of that and 
that is going to lead you into debts. And when you have debts, I don't. If you have debt and you're sleeping well, ha! I'm happy for you because, like, that's very, very unhealthy. So things like this are um, what we're trying to achieve. Enable you, t- teach you to know that. Oh, you need to pay off your debt. You need to track your spending. You need to create a budget. You need to plan. For everything you're doing, everything that you're doing, you need to plan about it. So, yeah. So, what do you have to say about this? Um, some people say saving, if you want to become rich or wealthy or whatever, you don't need to save. You need to invest. So, what can you say about saving and investing? Which would you advise people going to? And if you're talking about investing, realize that the more you invest, the more you get the ROI. And many people are actually living from hand to mouth. So, what kind of uh, financial advice do you give that kind of people that fall into that category okay Mm. so when it comes to investing the way i look at investing is it it actually depends on what you're trying to achieve it depends on your goals now you could be investing to get to a particular goal maybe you are trying to reach a certain amount to buy um a car a phone or something for yourself or it could be that it could be that you just have idle money that instead of keeping it around in your bank account, you don't want inflation to sort of divide, then you decide to invest. So it depends on your goals for investing. Now, when it comes to investing, when you're investing to achieve a certain goal or to reach a certain goal, I mean, it only makes sense. I'm sorry. I feel like I've been talking for yeah, of 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 points, but I I, I just want to you, clarify okay, okay, yeah. what exactly it is you are asking. My question is, you know, just opposing um, saving and investments. Investment. Okay. So the two, like you are trying to like weigh them now for uh, a certain particular demographic of students that lives from hand to mouth, basically. Okay. Okay. But then they want to actually like you know um, plug in their saving to prosperity at least or just financially okay than they were before so would you advise they go for investment or saving we will decide at the same time okay okay um so i'll be frank so just as a person are you going to advise saving or investing okay so to achieve financial prosperity right i'll be frank um the current economic climbs in nigeria does not particularly favor savings and the reason why is the high or galloping in, um, inflation rates that we have currently you keep ten thousand around your bank today you come back tomorrow and you see that it's exactly purchasing power is gone do you get you get you'll see like how many charges on top one small thank you that you have in your account and then you are left sad but um that's not to say saving is bad right um but when it comes to the current climb that we have in nigeria i would i think investing right investing is a lot smarter on a personal level um but the thing with investing is you know you you need to have at least some basic knowledge of what you're putting your money into there are some investment platforms or some investment tools where you would require 
at least a minimum amount it's certain minimum amount before you can partake in it so and there are other investment tools so that i mean come as you are bring what you have you get and um so yeah yeah it's it's it it depends really it depends really but i mean personally i would advise um you prioritizing investments over savings for me i think i would pick savings over investments because of i feel like it has to do with the person in question if you're somebody that is on a steady source of income then that's different if you're as you said you hand to mouth students <laughs> so i definitely pick savings over investment because like you you can't exactly fend for yourself so the money you have is for you to eat so you're saving even when you're saving money out of that is for you to enjoy later for instance it's not like you have money that you can put into something with high risk because investments has a lot of high risk and a lot of market research needs to be done about investments. So for me, I'll say savings. And even as at that, that savings, you have to be very, very prudent because you have to have, I'm not saying starve yourself. And exactly. You have to have financial discipline. You also have to be content. You also have to, um, what's the word I will use now? You have to know that don't starve yourself. Don't go and kill yourself because you want to save and enjoy yeah. later. Do you get what I mean? Do what you can do, but I would obviously pick savings over investments for hand-to-mouth kind of students, yeah. Actually, what prompted the question is that there was a time people were like, hey, why are you not saving, blah, blah. And I'll be like, okay, let me see. And I'll see the investment plan. I'll be like, okay, six months. <laughs> and so I'll wait six long months. Term. Exactly, long term and all of that. Like, okay, what will be the return? And I'll be like, oh, well, this, the return is if after six months. Then I need like a very huge money, amount of money to get a desirable return. I'll be like, God, this thing is long. And, you know, it's not easy when you're actually counting on salary. And in fact, and that salary, it barely takes you through 30 days. And you have to, like, invest, like, six months. And like, God, how am I going to do this? And I've heard a series of um, situations where people, like, lock their money in a calorie-wise, all of that. And they'd be like, they'll start, you know, abusing those people. And like, come out, put my money, come out, my money. You know, you know, all of these things. So, and when people constantly, like, come in and, like, hey, save, invest. As a student, you have to invest. You want to go into financial prosperity. Of course, everybody deserves financial prosperity. But then when people just say all these things, I'm like, is that not too insensitive to, like, you know, try to, like, understand their level of financial capability and try to, like, we could, let's look for a solution for these people within this range. So to someone that have fallen to that category before, so I totally understand. That's why, like, I asked people, you know, that's what actually prompted that question per se. So actually, according to what you said, we should just try as much as possible to cut our coats according to our clothes, or whatever we say it now. Well, maybe cut your coat according to your size. I don't know. I don't know how the saying goes. So, and I'll pick your point that you should be content, and you know whatever you know you can afford to do if you know yes you are living on salary and salary barely takes you through 30 days it could be like just a small percentage of it that you know that you can you know take your eyes off it that okay at least six months this one can still rest there without me thinking of finding an alternative means and then if you can find an alternative means of livelihood source of income that will help as well exactly because oh it's it's very rugged in the street right now (laughs) Honestly, I'm sorry.
especially in Lagos, it's very rugged. Though. Things are hard. The standard of living is high. Everything is expensive. So just be prudent with your spending, basically. That's what I'll say. Like, just be content with what you have. Don't go and buy. Um, what would I say now? Don't go and buy something that you see your friend wearing just because mm-hmm. you see it and you like it. Check your account. If so I buy this thing, will I eat? <laughs> will I eat for what will I eat for the next thirty days and all of that? So just be prudent and be disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. To buttress our point, there is something that I learned from a friend of mine as well. Um, it goes like this: If you cannot afford to buy a particular thing two times or is it three times with the amount of money that you have on you then don't buy it right if you are going to buy an item and then you are going to go broke like the next couple of days then don't buy it very very simple really um so i know i mentioned how be disciplined and everything and it's just by messing i know it's hard because i'm I'm learning to, because I'm normally not prudent with my spending, but like, I think for the past couple of months, I've actually, no, this year actually, I've been very like, and what is helping me is that I have like an accountability partner. So I have who I talk to like when I spend so much money or when I'm, I'm about to make a financial decision. So I have somebody that I say, oh, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And then the person advises me and gives me he tells me what I, I know, but I need to hear. So it's actually very important to have that. I know it's very hard. I promise it's very, very hard. But like baby steps and you get there. To even talk about the inflation rate, the fact that now we are buying money with money and the fact that the money in your bank account is like, I mean, the cash worth like 130% of the money in your bank account. So, you know, so annoying and frustrating. I know... I understand what many will be going through right now for their own financial finances or whatever, but just persevere. So we're fine. So is there anything you guys would like to add when it comes to financial literacy or anything, an advice you would like to give students, populism in general? Or maybe just something that, I know you've been talking about things that worked for you. Maybe there's another thing you just want to add that actually worked for you in the past. Something that has worked for me in the past um, I think it's a bittersweet lesson which I learned. So I used to, well, I used to save some money before, like previously. I used to save money and all of that. But then when I save it, when I now want to spend it, I just spend it and all. So it's like medicine after that because I've saved and I say uh-uh, I suffered myself. I'll not enjoy at the end of the day. That's not that's not logical in my head for me. So. What I do now is that I save, I still save, but what I would do is that I would, what I'm saving for at the end of the day has to be something that I know is going to be beneficial. So I I had a huge investment. I'm an events planner and a decorator. So I just got like my personal items, which were a lot of money. It was a lot of money. I I was, I don't know, I was very... I was very when I spent the money and I saw the money in my account. I'm like Jesus Christ, what's happening here? Like this is not how this thing was supposed to go. But at the end of the day, I looked at the returns because I don't have to rent those things again when I'm doing jobs, or when I'm doing jobs for people, they rent it for me. So it's like I've gotten that money I used to 
to buy the item i've gotten it back so when you want to buy things think of okay this is what i'm what are the pros and cons basically what am i going to get in return from purchasing this item do you get what i mean just be prudent i think and disciplined i think that's all that's all it entails for me it would have to be if i were to add anything it would have to be that um financial literacy is yeah i know they've um beverly has talked about being uh prudent and disciplined but it's not you you don't necessarily have to be earning like massive amounts of money before you can be making sound financial decisions i mean we have this misconception with a lot of people i get that everything is hard to get but i mean there's this misconception that okay um because i'm not earning up to a certain amount i would probably just when it comes in i just spend it and you know don't worry about the future you only live once that kind of thing but i mean i it's very important that even with the little that you have you are able to make the best out of it because that guarantees that okay when something big comes along the way it's it's you would you would be able to put it to better use so to speak so that's that's my addition to to brush at your point after the acid strike i i tried to get a job and the first job i got i was not really any well and i like, my can't save this kind of amount of money so until maybe i start earning better that's why I start saving, I start planning. Of course, this money is more. So I think three months later, I got a job that I was paying two times of what I was paying for. But because of that financial recklessness I've had in the past, so I brought in that attitude. Like, you know, maybe when it gets bigger. <laughs> so you understand that at the end of the day, if you don't start from somewhere small, yeah. you keep postponing and you keep feeling like it's not enough. And I've noticed something that Uma want are insatiable. Yeah. So you keep wanting more. Yeah. Keep so, and I think like so. Just as they said starts from something small and you just you don't you don't have to be any big before you start applying your financial knowledge you know start being conscious of your finances and all of that so i pretty much enjoyed this session with you guys so it would be unfair if we don't talk about isec before we go so um for people listening to this episode this particular episode and they don't really know much about isec how are you going to like introduce isec to them so i would say um I would say ISEC is a youth youth organization for the youths, run by the youths, right? So you, ISEC is basically made up of a lot of young people, talented young people, innovative young people, some of the best people that you would come across. And this is no cap, to be honest. It's no cap. And, um, you know, everybody has um, the same goal of, you know, wanting to develop themselves, develop their capacity for leadership, essentially. And, you know, uh, we do that through a couple of means. We have um, a couple of uh, a couple of programs, particularly the exchange program, where you have the opportunity to travel out of the country to intern or volunteer in another country. You know, the idea behind all our programs is we want to ensure that people that come in contact with ISEC are able to develop their capacity in a way they didn't think was possible before. Okay. Um, I think Wale has 
has basically said the key points but all, all i want to add is that um as a student i i think isec has been one of my the best decisions i made joining isec and that's because i understand that i can't exactly learn everything i want to learn in class i can only like I mean, there are things that will be taught in class I can learn, but there are skills that I need to equip myself with that nobody's going to teach me. I'm going to have to put my foot forward and try to learn. And I think learning in a safe space is actually very important. So ISEC is that organization that you're learning and you're going on a journey with a lot of people. And if you fall, there are a lot of people that can pick you up and for you to continue that journey. For me, that's just what it means to me. It's very, it's such a safe space. Like, you know, we have last, we have moments where we, you know, there are things like that. And it's just, it's balancing because we have serious moments. Bro, we have a lot of meetings. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We have meetings, but then there's still... They don't forget that there's a social aspect of your life so yeah. it's just balancing it all and yeah it's actually the one again is one of the best decisions i made as a student i think i've gone through your recruitment process before <laughs> <laughs> so i mean like i didn't even finish up like stuff so 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 i, I think I, I love the fact that you people are always conscious of people that are coming in and you take them through that step to let them know that this is what we are going in for and i think we, when we they were doing the introductory session the kind of the benefits, the social life, everything encompassing that is so much love it. And if you are a listener of this episode of this podcast and you have not joined ISEC or try to like step up your financial literacy, then you are missing out. In fact, listening to this episode is like a reminder to find a way to join ISEC, to find a way to step up your financial literacy. Next year, okay, yeah, actually, uh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's true. And we should look forward to Global Money Week next year, right? Yes. Yes. So, so, so you guys should like look forward to Global Money next year. And if you want to be a part of ISEC, there will be a recruitment process also next year. Yes. And also, so, there are a couple of events that are going to be coming up this year too. That even non-members can partake, right? Yes, of course. Like last year, for instance, what we did, we had Tech Fest, oh. and it was held at Microsoft. So it's just a, people that are going into tech to teach you, equip you with skills that you need that will not be taught in the classroom, as I said earlier. That, that's awesome. ISEC is an all-round. I, I can attest to that personally. That's fine. Do you guys want to drop the ISEC handles on all social medias and yours as well? There's one. <laughs> so, uh, to connect with ISEC, um, particularly in Nigeria, the social media handle, I know of the Instagram handle, and it's ISEC, ISEC in Nigeria, no space. That's ISEC in Nigeria. So, that's ISEC in Nigeria, no space. And if you want to keep abreast with what's happening on the global scene, seen as regards ISEC, it's ISEC International. My social media handle. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm, I mostly am, I'm on Instagram. I am not on Twitter. And my Instagram handle is Oluwole. And the Oluwole is Olu underscore Wole. Olu underscore W-O-L-E. Oh, okay, there's also an underscore at the beginning of my name. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm I'm an old man. Okay. So that's underscore Olu underscore. For me, I use Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. But my TikTok too. But my main 
uh, my Instagram is Beverly no underscore, all joined together. And my Twitter is Beverly underscore Asibo. Yeah, that's about it. Thank you very much for coming. And I really enjoyed the session. I do hope our listeners will enjoy it. So, so guys, this is the end of it. It's a wrap. And uh, don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms. What's up in a lag on IG? Twitter, what's up in lag one? Myself, Toby Wealth on IG and Toby, the Toby Wealth on Twitter. So, until next time, thank you very much. Peace out.